reminding ourselves that your place is first place. Reminding ourselves that everything finds its place once you are in first place. We lift you high. Lord God, we bow our knee. We say Jesus is Lord. God, transform us, your people, we pray. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. We've looked at two core values that I think are important to get in order. Uh, the first one was Jesus is Lord, and the one soon following after that was God transforms people. It's, it's, our, it's our willingness to obey him, our willingness to submit to him, our willingness to make him first place that empowers our lives to really be, to become like him. We turn the reins over to him. Long ago, I struggled with our church's mission statement. What were the right words? You know, I thought we might have to live with that for a while, and I wanted to get it close to something I could live with, and we all could live with, you know, to, to make fully devoted disciples of these in future generations. That, that was the aim, that we might become fully devoted disciples. I thought about fully developed disciples. <laughs> developed, devoted. And then I realized the, they're really interchangeable. Because the only way we truly develop as his disciple is by growing in our dependence on him as our Lord and our Savior. It's by being devoted to him that we become developed in him and by him right so, some of you know one of my favorite movies is the man from snowy river but it, it's not really so much a story i don't think about the man it, it's really a story about two horses uh one's the bromby this spirited, fierce, muscular, sinewy, untamable stallion that runs wild across Australia, <laughs> right? The Bromby. I don't even know what that means. It just sounds like that horse. <laughs> the Bromby, right? And, and, and this, this horse breaks other horses that have been uh, uh, corralled by these horse ranchers out of their, out of their stocks and, and they run wild in, in the open and he is the stallion that is above them all, the Bromby. No one has ever captured the Bromby. No, 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 no one has ever been able to outwit this horse or, or have a horse that was fast enough to catch it and, until one day this man from Snowy River, his name was Jim Craig, he captured that horse. But it wasn't because his horse was stronger than all the other horses and, and, and the posse that day that went out to capture him. It wasn't. His horse was an old mountain horse, an old mountain horse. Not as strong, not as swift, not as fast. But what made this horse prevail was this horse had fully given the reins to his master. This horse trusted its master, even over its own instincts. So that when the posse that was chasing after the Bromby in that 
wild herd of horses, thought that they had cut them off at the pass. They came to a huge ravine that went down to a lower plateau where the wild horses were gathered. And they came to that ravine, and their horses instinctively realized that broken limbs and broken legs lay on the precipice of that hill if they went down it. They dug in, even though their, their riders were, were kicking them with their, with, their, uh, with, with their boots, with their spurs to go on. They, they instinctively stopped and pulled back. And at that moment, Craig, on his old mountain horse, came towards that hill. And all the horse felt were the spurs of its master. And so it went. And it leaped off the, the top of that, that precipice and started down that I just love that scene. It's almost as if it's hard to believe. He's just tickling the side of this mountain. I don't know how the horse kept its balance, much less the rider on its back, but he trusted Craig on his, until he got down to the bottom and somehow had the strength to gather its weight and not stumble and not break. And he rode his rider up and Craig pulls out his whip. And the Bromby is caught, right? Come to me, all of you who are heavy laden. Come to me, and I will give you rest. Come to me because my yoke, my reign is easy, and my burden is light. Learn from me. Learn from me. Come to me. On the night in which he gave himself up, Jesus gave thanks to the Father as he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples and said, take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we come to this table remembering not just the reins, but who holds them. We submit to you in everything. You are first. You are Lord. And we pray, Father, that you would so take your place saddled in our life, Lord God, that you would be the one who determines our days, who points the way of our path, who empowers us to live more and more day by day, depending on you, that we might come to depend on you even as your son did, that we might come to look like him as we live out your love in this world. We ask it in the name of your son who showed us the way and empowers us that we might walk in it. And we pray even as he taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever.